What does the SCOTUS ruling mean for the housing market? I'll explain next on Tom's Take. definitely going to want to watch this one. Last Thursday, the Supreme Court of the U.S., they ruled that the Biden administration's ban on evictions was illegal and that federal moratorium was illegal in a six to three vote. And that's really put things in a bit of a tailspin because first the eviction ban was up, then it wasn't, now this. And the big question is what's going to be happening in the market? So let me explain to you a couple key statistics that you should be aware of regarding evictions right now, and then we can talk about what this means for buyers and what this means for sellers. So right now, the Biden administration is estimating that $5.1 billion of the $46.5 billion that was set aside for people in an eviction crisis, only 5.1 of that, barely over 10%, has been sent out and distributed. That's one of the problems that we're running into here. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, they are estimating that 11 million people are behind on their rent, and their prediction is that 3.6 million of those will actually get evicted. So it gives us a kind of a sample size here of what we're going to be looking at. Now, the caveat here is that every state's going to be different, so we'll see how that plays out. And here's what it means for the market. There's going to be investors that have been getting slaughtered with monthly mortgage payments. They're having to pay their taxes and they have no income coming in while someone's living in their home. And this has been a push for a while to peel back this eviction ban. So there's investors that haven't seen any income and are servicing properties, whether it's mortgage payments, taxes, insurance, for months at this point. When investors are taking a loss and they have a non-income producing asset, they have an asset that's not performing, typically they're going to liquidate that asset. Now, we know some people get emotional about housing and they want to hold on to it, but these are investors, and that's really important to identify. You couple that basic investor principle with the threat of 1031 exchanges going away and the proposal of raising capital gains tax because that's going to affect these investors since these homes aren't their primary residence. Like I said a couple weeks ago, what I anticipate happens here is now that this eviction ban is over, you're going to see more investors start to cash out. So for a buyer, if you're in like that first time move up buyer category, because not a lot of investors buy premium homes to rent out. They're typically looking at your starter home, your move up home, where there's a positive cash flow. If you're a buyer, this may help you find some inventory. And this should create inventory and continue with the increase we've seen in inventory over the past couple months. Not a lot, going from that one month to 1.2, 1.3 month supply in the suburbs, and in Philadelphia going from about a two to a 2.4 month supply, not a lot, but this will bring some more properties to the market. If you're a seller and you're in that same segment, whether it's a first time buyer segment or a move up segment, I'd be thinking about getting my home on the market a little quicker than waiting until the spring because people are already starting to talk about that, yet we're not even into the fall yet. So if you're a seller, you may want to think about accelerating your timeline. And if you're a buyer, I would be aggressive in looking at opportunities. I'd be aggressive in seeing what's out there because if some of these investors can finally get their tenants out, they're probably positioned to sell pretty quickly. So food for thought, latest SCOTUS ruling. Any questions, you know where to get me.
definitely going to want to watch this one.